The Monroe Institute is where they re- they do this gateway experience. And to this day, they still do this. I really want to go now. We could talk to each other in our minds is what this is saying. Maybe we'll practice that later. Welcome to another episode of Goddess Hangs. Episode number 16. Woo! I'm Sadie. I'm Juliet. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Oh my goddess. Oh my goddess. We have such a cool topic today. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was super fun to see your guys' guesses. You're pretty spot on. Um, We're going to do like catch up time, but... We're going to talk about the CIA document that was released that is talking about the gateway experience, which is mm-hmm. essentially like astral projection, out of body experiences, how the universe actually works. We live yeah. in a freaking hologram. It's really cool. Yes. So we read the actual full 30 page document and made notes to talk to you guys about it's mm-hmm. gonna be really i felt fun. like i was back in college i know i was like <laughs> rereading stuff i don't understand half these words but we got there it was super fun i was getting stressed out a little bit i was like I is, is this gonna be on the test and i, I was know. like no and i was like not. maybe juliette will understand this part so i was skip too. over it i did the same thing <laughs> we probably skipped over it well hopefully because we just i, complete I did each pretty other. good yeah but first Juliet, how have you been? What's <laughs> up? What, what went on this week since I saw you um, last? I have been good. I feel <laughs> I keep looking at myself with this high ponytail and I feel like I look like a little egg. And I learned that um, in the olden days, <laughs> that's specific, in the 1600s maybe? In the olden days. I always said that when I was a kid. Um, the beauty trend was to literally look like an egg like to have the most oval face possible oh this could be wrong a sign of fertility (laughs) and people would um pluck back their hairlines as far back as they could because they wanted their face to seem more oval shaped but that's not anything new with me um i just thought i (laughs) I looked a little eggy today and that (laughs) reminded me that uh it's fun i don't usually do a high pony but i'm enjoying it i don't usually wear buns like this i'm like are they even are they not it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we are mixing it up and we are confident in our hair choices today crushing it oh my god oh my god so what's new with me um (laughs) i feel like the week went by so fast I really did. Um, I did a little Sadie-inspired shopping at the Dollar Tree. Ooh. I got my candles, my $1 candles. I got my $1 bag of rose petals and stuff. Oh, they don't, they never, I always look at the, if they have dried flowers at mine, they never do. I mean, I think that's what it is. It's a It's like a potpourri mix? Yeah. Okay. So maybe that was the wrong thing to buy. And then no, it's good. I bought Works. six sponges for a dollar. They also have Reynolds, Reynolds wrap. The, there's a lot of things that I need to not buy at Target anymore. That was what oh, I learned this week. Oh, yeah. Like the LA, because we have a dollar, we have a dollar tree in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And it's very small and there's not that much stuff there. We would go there for candy as like teenagers, okay. you know, before the movies or whatever. But the LA dollar stores, the 99 cent store, even the Dollar Trees here, all, there's a bunch of different dollar stores. It's something else. They're lit. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much stuff. I couldn't believe it. I love the dollar stores. <laughs> so I made a trip to the dollar store. Um, we, this is sort of, I feel like my stories are, are going to be a little mediocre this week, but 
that's just my normal life. So we got a TV for our bedroom uh, about nine weeks ago, and it just progressively just got worse and worse. It wasn't working. You oh. would turn it on, it would choke, it would freeze. It wasn't the Wi-Fi. We tried everything, and I was like, we're going to go back to Best Buy, and they're going to take it back. Even mm. though it was, was like... Was it a new TV? It was brand new. I mean, it was past the 15-day. Yeah, but if it's, <laughs> you know, if it's not it working was, brand new. But I just had an intention. I was like, it's not going to be a problem. They're going to take it back. They're going to happily give us store credit, and we're going to get a better TV. So um, we get there, and I'm envisioning, like... And this is how you can use manifestation in little ways. Because yes. if you go in thinking, like... They're just going to tell me no. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I went in like, no, it'll be totally fine. The coolest guy in the world happened to be the store manager that day. Yeah. And he, it was like walking into a frat house. He was like, no problem. He was so <laughs> sweet. He's like, oh, did you say you bought it in January? I said, yeah, Richard, but it really doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so. that they have to. Yeah. That's, um, so, TV should last longer than that. So Best they, Buy has a, a flexible return policy good. if you talk to a kind manager. Um, what else? We have a beautiful TV. I've been watching Friends nice. as I get ready. Um, I reached out to our mentor, Megan, mm. medium Megan Hart, because I've been having this thing with medium readings where either it is the most spot-on, unbelievable mm -hmm like I can't even believe it experience yeah. or kind of mediocre mm -hmm. and I reached out and I said is it that the spirit doesn't want to connect with me or they're not in the mood or and what she shared with me which I'll share with you and you <laughs> is she said spirit always is there and always wants to show up it's something it's if we're willing to show up. And so she was like, are you trying to do too many readings in a day? Are you mm. charging too much? Are you charging too little? And things like, like, what is it in you that's where there's an energy block where you're not showing up? Yeah, that makes sense. And I realized I was trying to do too many in a day because I would do a really amazing one and then the one right after would be not as great. Yeah, when I've done one after the other... I still have stuff coming in from the first one that'll like trickle in or it's just a very, it's yeah it's like fuzzier where I'm like I saw things so clearly and then this mm -hmm. one I'm like mm, maybe that's this or yeah it's like a there's like static from the the first one or something it's like weird it's like a, yeah. a radio signal over crossing like the you know when you're in between radio stations yes kind of feels like that so I think that's gonna be my goal the next week or so is like just I think I tend to be a little casual about it. Like, all right, thank you. And on next, like as if I work at the DMV, mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to be a little more like we begin, we do the ceremony, we close, That'll, we give space. Yeah. And I think that's going to help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but it actually and you maybe, should, maybe it is a matter of charging more if you're going to do less in a day because yeah. you are doing really amazing and spot on. Thank so. You charge a little more so you, you can make the same amount of money because you are worth that value but you're not doing as many readings in a day it's just been getting profound lately like i'll be like they're saying donna joe is her name donna joe they're like it's donna jean i'm like are you kidding me that's so cool <laughs> and then the next one i'm like they're showing me this and they're like i don't know what you're talking about yeah i'm like ugh. so yeah. um yeah because we are developing psychic mediums, I thought it would be nice to part share of the process, yeah. that part of the process where it's like, you know, like with anything in life, we 
we have to like learn and grow and try things out mm-hmm. and see what we're doing wrong. But I actually really like that she's like, no, like everything's perfect on their end. It's you. <laughs> I was it's like, so oh, true, good, then though. it's in my control. I Whenever I've it. sat down and felt like rushed for time or something because I have other stuff, it just isn't the same. And I'll be like, okay, I just have to try again tomorrow. Like the person won't care if it's, you know, they want a really good one a day later than a mediocre one a certain day. Exactly. You know? um, I haven't been doing many readings because I don't really advertise it much when I'm like in the middle of making a course and all that stuff. But I want to do readings again. I need to start pushing that when I'm kind of in between. I'll have a little in between time before I launch again. So, so cool though. I know you're doing so good. Thank you. I'll have to, I'll show you, I'll show you later. Yeah. Like I'll play the audio or, you know, well, I could ask this person if, if they're willing to let me play it on the podcast, but I would love to play like what channeled through me and then read what they wrote back. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it, it's just interesting. You'll be like, Ooh, it's really cool. <laughs> we'll have to, yeah. Maybe we can do an episode like that. Yeah. Just cool. to like see the process. Let us know if you're interested in a, let us an know. episode like that, where we go over some readings that we've done with people. Some like behind the scenes readings, a look back, at a look back. <laughs> favorite readings. And then the last thing that's new is, um, I am so excited because, um, you know, your intuition always guides you exactly where you need to be. And when you listen to it, it's the best. Um, and I became, I'm becoming friends with my downstairs neighbor and she's yeah. so fun. And so that's been like a fun thing. Like, oh, I could have picked any apartment. And yet here I am with this like really sweet, sweet, lovely neighbor. I love that. And I've always wanted like a neighbor friend. And you don't always like when you're, I mean, you're you're a little out. You're not in like LA, LA. Neither of us are anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you, but you still like in apartments and stuff. You don't typically. It, it's not the same as a small town where you know all your neighbors by name and you you know become friends right. and have block parties and whatever. LA is not very much. I don't know my experience. Right. It's not like you like it was so sweet. Like she came by last night to like watch some YouTube and TV shows and that. went home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is I like, know our neighbor we live in a four apartment complex so it's cool because we know all of our neighbors by name and mm-hmm. everyone's always like they have to go in front of our apartment to get their mail so everyone stops and says hey how, you know how, how about this weather you know like it's a, it's a neighbor <laughs> conversation like every day with each of them and it's really cute and sweet and like our door's always open because the cats wander in and out. And so, I don't know, our one neighbor just, you know, walks right in and talks to Craig. And it's just sweet to have that energy of, like, I don't know, community. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. Yeah. I love that. So that's all that's really new with me. What about you? Well, I went to church. Oh, my God. How'd it go? Remember last week I mentioned, talked about all these signs that led me to go to church. It was awesome. Take her to church. Okay. Yeah. Take me to church. (laughs) So, okay. So it was like, you know, Sunday church. It it is non-denominational Christian church. So it was interesting. Um, Well, well, let me start here. So first, uh, you know, Craig was like all game to go. God bless him. He's like, yeah, I'll go to church. Your mom said, let's go to church. Let's go. Um, He's just always down with my my crazy, like, the universe gave me a sign. We got to do this. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. no questioning. Um, but then I, like, Sunday morning, 
we stayed up late on oh we took a nap on saturday and so then we stayed up really late and like church wasn't until 11 but on sunday morning i was just like tired i didn't want to get out of bed and i was like maybe we'll just watch the live stream you know whatever and he's like no get up we're going <laughs> so um i again had like the resistance of like i don't want to do a new thing but i we ended up going and it was the most LA church ever. It was so awesome. Like, so it's in an outdoor tent and they have, it's in a, it's, it's in the rich neighborhood, like up the road, rolling Hills estates. That kind of tells you what it is. And, um, I guess I just kind of gave away where I live, but whatever. Um, I mean, it's like 20 minutes away, so you're fine yeah um but anyways so it's in this gigantic tent they've got this stage set up with these huge speakers and lights and this huge screen behind the the pastor to show him big you know like like it it was like going to a concert it was i mean the setup had to be like 50 grand it was insane the the band is like a rock star band there's so many talented people in la like of course Uh um but i mean the singers are amazing there's guys with guitars and drums it was awesome (laughs) and they were singing i'm like kind of crying a little i was like wow this is really powerful um and the pastor was really cool he was he was really funny he was like cracking jokes craig loved it and (laughs) didn't take himself like too seriously you know he's like let's take this on the road Uh, (laughs) and i was like maybe you should uh talk to them about throwing a stand-up show here like the stage is amazing um but and it was it was cool to go back to church as like someone who is very um confident in my beliefs and like who i am and like emotionally intelligent uh because some of the stuff that the pastor talked about did not resonate with me and i didn't feel triggered by that i didn't feel like upset i was just like oh like i'm gonna come to church on sundays and take what resonates with me and leave the rest just like everything else when it comes to spirituality and um and Craig was the same way. We were both like about 90% of that was like great and helpful. And then some of it was like a little too conservative for us um, when he was talking about certain whatever. Uh, so it, it was just great. And it was so, I was so like proud of myself for going there, not like brushing off the whole experience for like, like three minutes of him talking about something a little too like intensely for me where I was right. like, you know, like, okay, we don't need to go that far into it. Um so yeah, we're gonna go back. We really liked that. it, and it was really inspiring. We both felt like really good after. Then we went to like a really fun, um, like what well, was like a late lunch, early dinner date, and it was just like a beautiful day, and it was so nice. It was a good experience. I was Aww. like, thanks, mom, for pointing out that church. I love the music of church, so I love singing along. They had the words up on the screen. The band is what really did it for me. Oh my gosh, I used it. My friends um were the perform well my friends are all in music and so they also would like for a while be the band Mm -hmm. at the church like my friend sean is brother ryan would play drums and they would be like oh yeah come like come hang out and um i just loved the music i would go just for the music and then i would sort of maybe zone out when the yeah (laughs) when the talking started and the songs came back and i was all back into it again yeah it just Um, it really raises your vibration yeah uh, it was, yeah, it was fun. And I don't know, in Wisconsin, like, I'm from a small town. So it was just, like, 
the music teacher of our school played the piano and sang. And oh, God it's bless a her, whole but, ordeal you know, here. It, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Mrs. Hoyer I said that. <laughs> I wonder if she's still there. No, she was a wonderful teacher. I'm just saying, like, it was just, like, one woman and a piano. And, you know, this is, like, a whole band. <laughs> and, like, amazing L.A. singers. That was cool. It was really fun. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was sweet. I love that. So we're going to go back again. And oh, and like how I said my mom was like telling me that I needed to study the Bible. There was something for me to learn in there. Oh, my God. I wrote something down to tell you guys. Um, so th- this church just goes like passage by passage, passage through the Bible, like every service, like in order. And like mm-hmm. he talks to you and breaks it down. So it's like literally instead of reading the bible on my own i can just go to church every sunday and learn a little bit more about the bible as we go through it i love that um but where where is it okay i probably wrote down the quote not exactly right because we were in church and i was trying to like voice text it really quietly quick <laughs> and then he said i didn't want to look like i was texting um but there was a quote that he went over that was about manifestation and about how the desires that are in your heart are meant for you, which we talk about. Oh, wow. Like, you are so worthy of your desires because Just. they're meant for you. And he said this. The qu- My ears are ringing right now. Mm. Holy shit. Okay, so mm. it's, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he gives you the desires of your heart. Oh, wow. Which literally means, like, and you... If, if the Lord doesn't resonate with you, it's it just means, like, align yourself with, like, who you're meant to be with, like, your, your highest good, which is, like, the Lord or, like, the source of love. Mm-hmm. Align yourself with that. And what's meant for you will be what you desire. Like, if you don't know what you want, you need to... Al- become who you are and like align yourself with that just source of ultimate love and worthiness and then the desires will be that are meant for you will be placed there and i was like oh my god that's literally what i talk about all the time and like he brings you know of course the day that i finally go to that church after i've been sent there he says that quote i was like this is for me i love that (laughs) it was so cool so yeah my gosh what else is new this week sadie went to church i went to best buy it was <laughs> both religious experiences. <laughs> Richard was kind of like a preacher. Now. Okay, go on. Um, I don't know what else is new. That was my big thing. That's a huge thing. Yeah. The um the cats are doing great. Yay. I we got some new furniture. You did? Yes. What happened to the cat? Um, I just had to carry him around everywhere and I was in New York. Oh. But he was like a little baby and he didn't mind. But you got a new couch? We got a new couch. We like reset up more of the our home is feeling more like like our you know, our space, our dream space by the minute. Good. We're finally like getting the missing pieces that, you know, it's so easy to put off. You're like, oh we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And Craig really took initiative and he went out and found all this stuff. I was like, thank you, because I've when I'm busy and I have a lot of work to do, he distracts me a lot and he knows it. So he tries to like keep himself busy. God bless him. <laughs> We've talked about that. I'm like, babe, pretend I'm not here right now. And he's like, is it okay if I bother you for one second quick? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, but. 
let me set down my spell. So no, it, it was really sweet. He was like, you know what? I'm going to go get all the stuff that we've been wanting. I'm going to go figure it out. And he would just send me pictures and I'd, you know, approve or not approve. And he he's very, you know, in sync with what I like. So it's easy. But yeah, it's very exciting. What a week. What a week. So All right, now let's blow your minds. <laughs> okay, this is this is this might be a while. I don't know. We got a lot of stuff. I know I have my notes on my computer. So we will definitely link below, or maybe you've already seen it, the link to the actual CIA document. It's available for anyone um, to read. So the study itself is from 1983 and it was released to the public in 2003. But I don't think it really got a lot of publicity until this last year because all of a sudden I started seeing YouTubers and people on Instagram and all this stuff talking about it. Um, so, like, I don't know if just recently someone came across it and then made it go viral again or what. I don't know. But it was released back in 2003. And it's what it is. It's, it's literally called, I wrote it down, Analysis and Assessment of the gateway process. And I wrote down what that means, so we can start there. Okay. So the gateway process is a training system designed to bring enhanced strength, focus, and coherence to the amplitude and frequency of brainwave output between left and right hemispheres of the brain, so as to alter consciousness, moving it outside the physical sphere so as to ultimately escape the restrictions of time and space. The participant then gains access to the various levels of intuitive knowledge which the universe offers. So, the CIA did a study on this process of, I mean, this basically this form of meditation in which you can it's not even really astral project it's like escape the confines of your physical body of time and space and connect to source consciousness which mm -hmm. they call the absolute yes i noticed that yeah so if we say the absolute they capitalized absolute as a proper noun which so you could think of it as like god or source or mm -hmm. the universe um but yeah so I have so many notes. What's a note that you wrote down? I have so with? many notes too. Um, maybe we'll just sort of go back naturally go back and forth. Yeah. So what I want to say is that this was headed. I mean, the letterhead and everything. This was put together by the army um, because the army wanted to study how we can weaponize remote viewing like mm -hmm. how can we get people to be able to see things and see places mm -hmm. that aren't in front of them basically yeah remote viewing um, out-of-body experiences it's all about being able to see things you've never seen things you know tell me what this uh bunker looks like tell mm -hmm. me what i uh i thought it was interesting they they cited an, a specific thing where they were saying like okay it's it's hard to um use this consistently because there are some um things that get warped when you travel like that but they for some of the experiments they would simply have people like on the west coast of the u.s and they were like okay now we have numbers 
up on a computer on the East Coast. We need you to like project yourself there, read those numbers and come back and tell me the numbers. Mm. And they would get, they wouldn't, there would be 10 numbers and they wouldn't get all 10 right, but they would get like eight of the 10 numbers right. Wow. Like so specific, you know, like I, you and I have experience of seeing things from the past or present in terms of like picking, reading energetic frequencies, but this is beyond that. This is like, literally like going traveling <laughs> so it's it was basically this this branch of the army that was trying to figure out like um can we train people to meditate mm-hmm. basically you know yeah in such a way that the knowledge they get from those experiences mm-hmm. like we can outwit you know outsmart yes. anybody it's it's like a form of spying and also this just all-knowing mm-hmm. consciousness where exactly like you can figure out how to do things that haven't been done before so that was sort of the purpose of the study mm-hmm. um i did want to say that all right you go with your next note okay so i th- the intro i thought this was helpful to understand so the things that kind of are involved in in this study are quantum mechanics, human consciousness, time-space dimension, hypnosis, biofeedback, and transcendental meditation. And what I thought was so cool that was literally stated in the thing was that um, the goal is to take these things from occult connotations, psychics, witches, you know, the occult and bring them into objective assessment, prove, you know, prove that these are real and true. Um, And they also said, understand as it was like this, like kind of like, hey, so as you move through this paper, just so you know, um, it's going to require not only your logical brain, but you have to allow um, your intuitive insight to grasp these things because they're so beyond our, our like, our logic and reasoning of what we've experienced so far because our logical Mm -hmm. brain kind of knows has these blinders of our experiences in life so far so it has this almost like warning like hey you're gonna need to be open and use your like intuitive insight as you read this um so i thought that was cool yes um and these are always the things that sadie just mentioned like transcendental meditation i did make some notes i thought it would be cool to talk about those three things why don't you go through those okay but I, okay, here's what I'll say. All those things, the, the reason, they're all paths to do this mm-hmm. thing called hemisync, which is syncing the right side and the left side, the hemispheres of your brain, mm-hmm. so that they are like going through their waves and their motions at the exact same time in the exact same way. Yeah. And that is the state in which you can then do these out-of-body experiences, these mm-hmm. remote viewings, um, all sorts of stuff. So as we go through these different, you know, paths, um, just know that that's the ultimate end goal. Yes, so, okay, so the, yeah, the gateway experience is altered states of consciousness involving hemisphere synchronization, hemisync. And um, so our left hemisphere is, takes in information and passes it to the right hemisphere of our brain. So the right hemisphere it receives without question the information it receives. So to me, that means conscious and subconscious. Ooh, Is okay. that how you read that? Um, I don't remember reading that exact line. Okay. I might have skipped um, over that. 
so so what hypnosis does is it puts your left so your left brain is the the conscious the more like logic um and remember like your hemispheres like cross so like your right brain belongs to like your left hand and so on Mm -hmm. um so your left brain takes in information passes it to the right and the right perceives it without question so we talk about like affirmations your your affirmations are coming in through your left brain and it's giving the information to your right brain who says oh okay this is this must be true and that's how you're Mm -hmm. training like a new uh new neural pathway hypnosis puts your left brain to sleep essentially and then it so the hypnotist or or the 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 thing you're listening to it gives information straight to the right brain so your left brain can't argue out of it Yes. So the left brain is is sort of like what Sadie just said. It's like the it's sort of like the monkey mind. Like mm-hmm. the ego lives there. It's mm-hmm. there to protect us. It's there to don't trip on that. I mean, it's we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always looking for new information. That's sort of like its job to take in all the information, notice differences, mm-hmm. make comparisons, and so on. So, for example, they are. I think they mentioned using a pendulum mm-hmm. um, with hip, hypnotism. When you are looking at this pendulum going back and forth, that's there's no new information. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to decide. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to observe. There's nothing to compare. So the part of your brain that is responsible for all that starts to go to sleep. And yep. that's when you can get into the right side. Um, that's my, my added note about that. Yeah, and I, I found that so interesting because I never really sought out how to understand or to understand how hyp- hypnosis works. I knew it worked. Mm-hmm. Like I knew people would get hypnotized and like quit smoking all of a sudden or break other bad habits. Mm. Um, but it's because you skip the left brain that has these, these um, you know, rituals or habits or, or beliefs or whatever stuck in it and you, you bypass it and go right to the right brain. You say, this is the truth now. And your right brain goes, oh, okay. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then the other one they mention mention is transcendental meditation, which if um, you've heard of like Kundalini energy before, that that's what they're talking about. So it's drawing energy up the spinal cord through concentration, and this creates um, what they described as acoustical waves that travel up to the brain, and it goes up to the right side of the brain. And this tar- sort of meditation also changes your heart rhythm, and these vibrations become in sync, and they trigger pleasure centers in the brain. So I I don't have a lot of experience directly. I've done, like, kundalini yoga, which is supposed to, like, awaken that energy within your Oh, didn't we try that spine. together? And was we that like, kundalini ha, ha, ha. With the humming and stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's a very specific kind of energy that you're bringing out but this is another way that you can um, ha- get access to the right side of your brain and then biofeedback okay so I did biofeedback as a kid because really? I had chronic migraines and so when I was reading this I was like oh my god I forgot that I used to do this can you explain it because all I wrote down was activate certain nerves mm-hmm. okay so what Uh, Okay, so let me read my notes and then I'll explain my experience. Okay, so instead of suppressing the left brain like hypnosis does or bypassing it like the transcendental meditation does, Mm -hmm. um, you use the left brain 
in biofeedback. So you're using it to visualize your, it, it's, it sounds like manifestation. Mm. You use your left brain to visualize the desired result. And then you, it literally says there, and then recognize associated feelings of success of the desired result. It's literally manifestation. Oh, wow. Um, so your, this activates certain parts of your brain, which for some reason raise your temperature. And I remember as a little girl, I had to put this little thermometer on my finger when I was practicing this at home. And then I would, um, practice visualizations that the doctor gave me in order to raise my temperature. And then once I raised my temperature, I had to focus on my brain and where I would feel pain and I would have to focus on the feeling that that I no longer had those migraines because I had chronic migraines that no medication or anything would help. And oh, we don't gosh. know why. And I had nothing, you know, I got scans and everything. I had nothing going on there, no tumors or anything. Mm. So what happens is you raise your temperature and it shows that you've reached the correct parts of your brain. You've activated the correct parts. I don't know why that the temperature raising happens, but as you do this, you raise your temperature, which I, I've i also noticed when I get in a certain form of meditation, I get hot. So I guess I'm practicing this. Okay. Um, and then when you're at that point, you've tapped into those parts of your brain. The left side then instructs the right to reestablish pathways for success. So you could do this in visualizing your dream home and visualizing what it would feel like to live in your dream home and all of the details. And then you would raise your thing raise your temperature raise your thing raise your temperature <laughs> and then you would um say okay i'm gonna keep focusing on this and rework your neural pathways into this belief system and then in turn your brain's going to give you the answers on how to achieve that how, most often this is used for healing and pain which is what i was taught to okay. by a doctor i'd never heard of it so you can if you have um, a knee injury you could practice biofeedback and visualize the um it all healing around there i like i would visualize light in the area of my brain that um hurt so yeah biofeedback uses your left brain meditation bypasses your left brain and hypnosis puts to sleep your left brain that was the differences and they mentioned you could also do zen meditation but they kind of glossed over that yeah yeah um because transcendental is like a very powerful deep mm -hmm. um okay so oh and i wrote hemisync is when both sides of the brain's eeg patterns have the same frequency and amplitude mm -hmm. if that helps yeah clear anything up um oh i okay this helped me understand too it had the lamp versus laser mm -hmm. that's next so it was saying like well you go ahead on this one i just talked a lot oh, okay so um it was saying that it through these processes you your mind goes from a lamp to a laser focus and mm -hmm. what i understood that to mean um, was that normally like our mind is turned on and it's like a nice little light which sort of like gently warms the room in all directions we notice everything a little bit we're it, we're in tune with things a little bit yeah because we're always we're always aware of our surroundings it's like sort of the the animal that is us mm -hmm. just always knowing what's around for safety for our health our success whatever um but when you take all that light and you condense it and you 
point it in one place. I mean, think of how powerful a laser is. A laser can cut through mm-hmm. metals. And all it is is concentrated energy. Light and energy, energy yeah. yeah. So it was saying the mind can then bring itself to more sophisticated and rarefied levels of the universe. When we focus mm-hmm. that energy, that attention, um, we can complete like it's like a transformative experience and i just loved how it said like rarefied levels of the universe Mm -hmm. i was like ooh. um and one way i don't so it didn't say this but i think it's when it's binaural beats is when you listen to two different frequencies Mm -hmm. in your brain and that helps you with focus and different things it made me think of that because i was dealing with the two different hemispheres it so when in this would they be listening to the same frequency in each ear to make sure your, or do you listen to the binaural beats to adjust and get your different frequencies to go into the same frequency? Um, That's what I wasn't clear about. The, is it, how do you say the word? Binaural beats. Binaural? Binaural, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Okay. Comment below. You Tell said us, it wrong. <laughs> uh, correct us. Um, it's one frequency in this year and one frequency in this year and our brain, um, it in our head, when we have the different ones in each ear, it creates it to make it sound like it's one sound. Mm-hmm. So I think it helps our hem- two hemispheres work yeah. together. So yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Because okay. let's see, I put the entire body is a tuned vibrational system. Mm-hmm. The earth, oh, of course I like lost my thought. The earth vibrates at seven to 7.5 hertz. Is that what H z Mm -hmm. is and humans vibrate from 6.8 to 7.5 so we literally oh gosh and then i wrote down um was was this in the reading or is this something i then put together like like everything is literally energy vibrating quickly like nothing is actually matter yeah i have that okay coming up okay so let's i'll i'll pump the brake so um yeah i um so i this note is interesting so harmony harmony between waves of both brain hemispheres is the goal but it also includes harmony between these waves in both sides of your brain and your heart oh yes it was talking about so the frequency of our heart beating also interrupts you could say our um the frequencies in our brain and in our whole body. So you're also trying to get in sync your heart as well as your brain. And when you use these techniques and there is a specific gateway technique that, I think they introduced these three because they're kind of parts of the whole. Mm -hmm. Um, But the gateway technique harmonizes your two sides of your brain and your heart and then ultimately the whole the whole frequency your body is vibrating at and the ultimate goal is to then match the electromagnetic frequency of the earth mm-hmm. so then you're connected and then rising beyond that so it's raising your vibration which we talk about all the time right and the, the higher frequency you vibrate at the the closer you become to the absolute which is infinity in which mm-hmm. the waves they don't have a frequency because they're infinite that's how i understood it because a wave if you're watching the video i'm putting my fingers up and down a wave is like this mm-hmm. or it's like this mm-hmm. but the absolute it's just this oh wow and it's so there's like all it's like nothingness okay. and everything at the same time okay so the higher we raise our frequency the closer we're becoming to that 
nothingness slash everything. I mean, it gets so trippy when they you get deeper and deeper in this. I know, we get to the cosmic egg, like, we're going to have to have a chat. Oh, my God. Um, I think what I love about this is you hear a lot of people tossing around the phrase, like, oh, stay high vibe, stay high vibe. Mm -hmm. And you hear it a lot, and you're like, you know, for sure, like, I'll be positive. But there's, it's literal, it's about literally raising your vibration. Yeah. Because it's, this is like a scientifically proven thing that our bodies vibrate at a certain frequency, our planet vibrates this chair is vibrating at a certain frequency um if you want to know ways to raise your vibration listen to our episode about our high vibe routine because that was lots of ways that we um oh i had more notes about it yeah raising frequencies to match frequencies of the universe you kind of like go up in levels of like the earth and then the the different dimensions and it goes like beyond beyond and then the Mm. ultimate Mm. would be the absolute um (laughs) and then Oh, so when you get to a certain point in these vibrations, you can experience um, the out of body exp- uh, the out of body movement, and then as well as you can communicate with minds in similar frequencies. So the gate, so the Monroe Institute is where they re- they do this gateway experience, and to this day they still do this. I really want to go now. Um, but mm-hmm. so let's say they have 12 people in a room that they're taking through this gateway experience. And me and Juliet were there. We could talk to each other in our minds is what this is saying. Yeah. Which is crazy. Maybe we'll practice that later. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, yeah so. <laughs> that face you made was so cute. That's my concentration face. <laughs> so consciousness and energy is what came up next and what Juliet was saying and which I actually talk about this as the intro to every course I teach mm-hmm. because I think it's so important is that like basically we live in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's more study. So this was all in um, 1983, this study. And there's more, there's even more beyond, but we'll just talk about what they have at this point in this study, which is that, mm-hmm. okay, so we all know, or maybe we recall that atoms are kind of the, the most the 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 building block of the universe and atoms are made up of electrons and and um neutrons and protons protons what's the new what's the nucleus nucleus is protons and neutrons and then all the electrons go around yeah yeah yeah. okay i was like i forgot the word of it What, what i think is really cool that i i have in my course is that the 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 nucleus the center part of it and the distance to the electrons is equidistance to the sun and the planets. Wow. So we're literally made up of um, tiny universes. And I'm like, what if we are a cell in a really gigantic universe? We are. I always think that. <laughs> yeah, like we're just chilling on someone's thumb right now. I don't know. That's what I always mm-hmm. think about. It's cool. It's like Hort- and who's recommendation. Horton in- hears a who. Yeah. <laughs> um, recommended reading. Um, but then when you break it down to the atom, the atom is 99% space. space. So like the concept of something being solid actually does not exist. Mm-hmm. It's simply the frequency that it vibrates at that makes something seem solid and have density or texture or color or whatever. Um which like I can hear that a million times over, but it's it's one of those things that it's like you know it, but it's sort of hard like, to no. know. It. 
But this, okay, this is this is what blows my mind. Okay. If you take all of the space out of our atoms and the human population. Okay, so all the 99% all the humans, space. Mm-hmm. You take all the space out of our atoms, guess what we would fit in? Oh, I think I know this, but you, you say it. A sugar cube. <gasps> we would all fit in a sugar cube. The entire world population, that's how much air you are (laughs) that's how much space you are well and what is space it's energy yeah it's energy it's just the vibration so um and everything has a vibration including our emotions which is why uh one manifesting the emotion part of it the feeling part of it is so key and powerful is because it sends, it's like we're like little radio towers that send Mm -hmm. out these broadcasts Mm -hmm. um which is studied in this cia document and and is like yes that is correct (laughs) right um it's basically saying that um you can manifest anything at the end it actually has a warning of like don't try to manifest too quickly you might destroy your reality and i was like oh shit how did i miss that part (laughs) maybe i got tired towards the end end. it was like two in the morning um yeah (laughs) i missed like the (laughs) it literally has a warning of like be careful of trying to skip too much around your reality and creating too much because you might destroy your concept of like your reality in this dimension that's crazy um okay so do you want to talk about holograms yeah i think the more we discuss it the more i'll understand it i think it's another thing that it's like i know it but i don't fully know it so um you you go you go ahead with the hologram and i'll chime in with what i have and what i understand about it okay because i feel like i have soaked this in better i've been studying it for a while (laughs) i've read this once before i didn't make it all the way through i just gave up and started looking at youtube videos of other people (laughs) describing it but (laughs) this time i didn't look at anything else and i only read it because i wanted to you know just give you give you what I got. And disclaimer, this is our understanding of it. Who knows if we got it all right. I think we did a pretty good job. But um, okay, so holograms is okay, how do I explain this? Energy creates, stores, and retrieves meaning in the universe by projecting or expanding at certain frequencies in a 3D mode that creates a living pattern. So what that means is the how do I explain this? I, I understand it in my brain. It's so hard to explain. Basically, I have more notes about it. So our brain takes a 2D hologram. Like our, our brain takes in the information as 2D. And then our our brain cycles through it and creates the 3D model in front of us. It's like... So... <sighs> We live in, you know, we live in a three-dimensional world, but mm-hmm. we're, the information as we're, we're retrieving it is in 2D, and then as it processes through, it, we project the hologram. Okay. Does that make sense? So, con- like, consciousness is what allows us to live in the 3D world. Um, our consciousness always exists Uh, and right now we exist in reality so reality does have a beginning and an end but our consciousness is infinite and when our consciousness chooses to come into reality 
in the 3D, it, consciousness literally creates our brain, creates everything. Mm-hmm. And as we move through the world, it's it's moving everything from the 2D into the 3D, which is the hologram is the projection of what we see. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's so uh, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> I was um there's the whole they they use the idea of like a pebble falling in water. Mhm. And I'm going to try my best to explain Yeah, this. I didn't really get that. I didn't think it was, I don't know. You try and explain it. Okay. So a hologram is from my understanding created when um um, an, an item in motion collides with an item at rest. Mm. So if the water is completely still and you drop in a pebble, what happens is all those ripples go outwards. Mm-hmm. And what it was saying was, so, you know, if you were to freeze the ice right at that moment, mm-hmm. you would see this three-dimensional pattern of like Mm. things going this way things going that way and then it said that even if you what makes it a hologram and comment if i'm wrong is if you smashed up that ice this is the part that trips me out this this blew my mind if you smash up that ice after it had been frozen in that moment of all the ripples and you picked up and so it's smashed up, it's in a million pieces, and you pick up any piece of that ice and you put it under a microscope, it has the whole picture Mm -hmm. in it. You see the whole picture of what that whole big piece of ice looked like. Now it's gonna be a bit more pixelated, it's not gonna be as sharp, Mm -hmm. but it was saying that each little part of the hologram, even if the ice was shattered, is the hologram, and then I put parentheses, what? And then it says, <laughs> the universe itself is one huge complex hologram, items in motion colliding with items at rest. Perhaps the brain does not create consciousness, but consciousness creates the illusion of the brain. Mm-hmm. Also, our minds are a hologram. And then I also wrote, what? <laughs> um, so it's like, everything is, and then it was saying that like the an item okay so every let's say everything's still if i disrupt which we're all doing all the time Mm -hmm. here i am disrupting i'm speaking i'm moving whatever my energy of that is kind of going on infinitely and then bouncing back and Mm -hmm. it's affecting everybody else's hologram and it said it took like 0.07 seconds to travel across the entire universe or something or around the yeah. world or something which is the butterfly effect in motion right so it's like i think for me it was like seeing these examples and hearing all these things and then this, the hologram thing right like the you know everything you break it all up and there it is it reminded me of like um how you were talking about um oh my gosh it's so hard to put this into words I like know how the 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 solar system is like exactly and like everything it's that you model. go smaller into is the thing itself and then us there's us and then you go into us and then there's the cells then you go into that yep. like you just it just everything is kind of going infinitely model both outward and inward yeah it's just like those I, I don't know if you guys have come across maybe we can find some before we post this episode but there's like a close-up zoomed in of the eye and then of like space of like Mm -hmm. a galaxy and then there's like 
um, the roots of a tree, and um, I don't know. If, I think that like one was a, like the a brain. Yeah, the brain, the root, the pathways across our brain. Like there's example after example of repeated models and patterns in our universe, which just goes to show, like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is all so cool it's hard it's so hard to explain let us know if we're doing a good job and if you have questions (laughs) um and then the other thing that i gathered is that like so you're watching us on a screen and we're on a flat screen Mm -hmm. but because you're perceiving is like oh there's something behind me and there's probably lights in front of me like that in itself is a hologram because you're seeing us as three-dimensional but we're really just a completely flat thing so Mm -hmm. everything our television our phone we're um interacting with holograms Mm -hmm. all day long yeah so i yeah and the gateway experience the kind of the point of it is to allow us to perceive more of the universal hologram Mm-hmm. It's like, how do I go beyond the, you know, what's in front of me? What, tri- what trips me out is to think, like, if my brain is the one making all of this real around me, right? Uh-huh. Is what's outside right now not really there until I step outside? Oh, my gosh. I it? think that all the time. I'm like, does and North Carolina exist if yeah. I'm not? I mean, of course it does. But, but like, you know, like, yeah. it's like that. Um, I don't know. Until I step into the next room, is it really there? Because my brain is creating the three is, is creating the 3D solid reality. <laughs> is everything just not here it's just it makes me feel like i'm high when i'm i'm not high you know what i mean i'm like i get uh-huh. tripped out and i'm like oh. in the be- in the beginning when it was talking about the brain did it mention or was this something i tied in did it mention and is it pineal or pineal gland i think it's pe- pineal gland pineal gland did it mention that as part of the brain no it actually didn't talk about that okay i do want to say <laughs> i learned last night that that part of our brain, the reason why it's called, why there's a connection. I don't the know if it's pineal or pineal. Now I'm doubting myself. To the third. This is not a science show. This is <laughs> <laughs> Go somewhere it's else It's your for third that. eye gland. Um, and the reason they call it that is because you have photoreceptors in it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I learned that, yeah. So you have photoreceptors in your eye that are able to perceive a certain level of light. We can't see um, ultraviolet light. We can't see infrared light with mm-hmm. our eyes. We can see mm-hmm. a certain level of light. Um, but we also, the only other place in our body that we have photoreceptors is in our freaking Inside pineal of our gland. Brain. Yeah. And that is like, what? And it's not actually here. It's it's, it's like back middle here. back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, yeah. I think, the part of our brain that's like, seeing things that aren't in front of us exactly it's because that's where the photo it perceives more of the universal hologram than meets these eyes (laughs) yes um and i wrote so the okay so uh jumping off the hologram the participant then gains knowledge to intuitive knowledge which Mm -hmm. the universe offers which is like the akashic records for example Yeah. yeah and that's on the i believe the ninth dimension so do we know what all the i think there's 12 dimensions i don't know here you know i'll google let's look it up because i'm actually very curious so yeah we live in the three dimension there's all this talk 
about the fifth dimension going on nowadays of the earth is entering the fifth dimension. And to be honest, I don't exactly know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, you guys talk about it being full of light and love and that sounds cool, but I don't really understand what exactly, um, what else is going on there. Other than it's supposed to illuminate a lot of the shadows in our society and our whatever. Um, but okay, this is what I found really cool when it, this, I kind of have things okay spaced out but so this was i think this was towards the end of the hologram talk and the hologram model accounts for normal perception as well as paranormal and transcendental experiences so it it makes sense it brings into objective understanding um the saying is that it literally said of the sayings of mystics throughout the ages huh So they're like, yeah, like, and I think mystics includes like, like religious, like prophets and stuff. Mm -hmm. It talks about that again at the end um, about how like this completely aligns with the beliefs of Christianity and of Judaism. And I can't, um, what was the other one? Hinduism. It explains all this stuff, all of this mysticism. It's like, no, there's an objective understanding of why this is all true. Just... And, and this is, I actually had a really cool um, religion teacher when I was in fifth grade that explained this. She was like, the stories and the, the way we're taught to understand is so humans can comprehend. Like, we need God to be put in human form oh, wow. so that we can understand that God is just this un- form of unconditional love. Oh, it's wow. hard for us to grasp because humans are self-centered and that's not in the negative connotation way of like oh that person's so self-centered it just means that we well we know what we know we know what we know we know what we are so when we when when we look at god as um someone in our likeness that helps us understand the absolute and then it said i'm skipping forward to the end but it, it came up jesus is the holographic perception of God. So Jesus came down because the absolute was like, I need to represent myself on earth and with other prophets too. They are holographic um, representations of the absolute to come teach us about how the universe freaking works. So cool. Oh. It was all literally, they're like, yeah, this, this study basically confirms religion um, in these ways. And uh, that was, yeah, that was so cool. And it said it right there you know it explains paranormal experiences it explains transcendental experiences it it explains you know those out-of-body near-death experience experiences things like that it's very cool did you look up the what were you, what were you the dimensions away? oh yeah let's do a quick little dimension break dimension before we hop into down. the time space dimension talk because that's oh, what's perfect. next <laughs> okay so we'll be experts by that point yeah so the first dimension is length so the x axis oh yes um, so the first dimension is like a like line. a thought a thought right oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay the second dimension is the y-axis so it's height so it becomes a 2d shape like a square and that's like a drawing a drawing piece of paper flat mm-hmm. the third dimension is the z-axis which involves depth mm-hmm. um beyond these three lie seven dimensions which are not immediately apparent to us but which can still be perceived as having a direct effect on the universe and reality as we know it scientists believe the fourth dimension is time mm-hmm. um let's see 
Yeah, what's the fifth dimension everybody's okay. talking about? Space? According to the super string theory, the fifth and sixth dimensions are where the notion of possible worlds arises. If we could see through to the fifth dimension, we would see a world slightly different from our own mm-hmm. that would give us a means of measuring the similarity and differences between our world and other possible ones. Okay. The sixth, we would see a plane of possible worlds. Um, where we would compare and position all the possible universes that start with the same initial conditions, like the Big Bang. And you could master, if you could master the fifth and sixth dimension, you could travel back in time or go to different futures. So it's like all the, manifesting the possibilities. Dimensions. That's where you would quantum leap in your manifestation, it sounds okay. like. Um, seventh dimension, you have access to possible worlds that start with different conditions. So in the fifth and the sixth, it all starts from the same point. Like okay, the Big like Bang theory. where I was born and who I was born to. Okay. And then, but the seventh dimension, what if you had different parents? What okay. if you spoke a different language? Um, the eighth dimension gives us a plane of such possible universe histories, each of which begins with different initial conditions and branches out infinitely. And the ninth dimension, we can compare all the possible universe histories, starting with all the different possible laws of physics. Oh, then it's like, what if physics was different? What if this was different? And then wow. the tenth and final dimension, we arrive at the point in which everything is possible and imaginable. Um, beyond this, nothing can be imagined by us lowly mortals. <laughs> so it's like we've only been able to imagine up to like that number. Well, I guess the eleventh, you, you mentioned... Um, like Akashic records? Well, I think of. the Akashic are supposed to exist on like the ninth or something. I have to look that up. I remember when I got my reading, she explained where it existed. The Akashic records are basically um, records of, I was trying to listen to your um, description of the dimensions and see if I could figure it out. It's like, it's all possible past present and future it's like this she described it as like it's like a wheel because time is not linear on Mm. the in that dimension so it's not really looking to your past or your future but it does give us information on that timeline um oh eighth dimension it exists in the eighth dimension so that would be where oh wait the 11th dimension is the dimension of all space in the akashic records and the Akashic Records are held in the 22nd and 23rd dimensions. Okay, this says all different stuff. I don't know. You you decide. <laughs> Apparently, Put it there's where 25 you dimensions now. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. You don't need to know all of that to utilize all this to your benefit. <laughs> Time, space, dimension. Mm-hmm. Oh, this I love this. The second sentence of this section goes now the fun begins oh yeah in the cia (laughs) document it literally says and now the fun begins and i was like buckle up sadie (laughs) so i think important note that it started with is that time in this construct is described as a measurement of energy or force in motion so it's basically a measurement of change and how Mm -hmm. we understand time is the measurement of change you know of time as it moves forward Um, It's a measurement of in one hour, I am going to be doing this, (laughs) but it's a, it's basically just a measurement of energy and motion is what time actually is, which I found kind of trippy and I don't really understand it. I think I remember like a couple years ago, I looked at a clock, actually we're being in somebody's kitchen and looking at their clock and I was like, oh, we just like invented this like this isn't the (laughs) 
yeah. the absolute meaning of time. This is just how we are tracking the sun so that we can make appointments and be places at the same moment. Yeah, it's just um, a system we created. I think when you we talk about time as being like a measure of change. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how um, time moves through um, a dog in the first year of life, a baby mm-hmm. in the first five years of life. Like that's when I think you can like really, really see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, so stepping out of the construct of time gains access to the other dimensions and um if if we're in in time as we all are in time right now Mm because we are not meditating or anything we can only read the holograms of the active universe so we can only read the holograms of the 3d universe um when we're in the construct of time however like we both have experiences and we didn't really understand what exactly we were doing when we step into meditation and we connect with someone or their loved one, we are actually stepping out of the constructs of time because if we were within the construct of time, we could not speak to someone who is not alive in this time. Right. So when you step out of the construct of time, then you gain access to people who lived in the past, information from the past. And I I don't have experience in seeing the future, but some people do. Some Mm -hmm. people do have that um, ability. And it's always the most likely possibility because there's always, you know, infinite things that affect. Um, Or even if I, you know, I know Juliet too well, but a stranger comes to me for psychic guidance and I say, oh, I see, you know, trouble in this energy around this, whatever, whatever. I'm not reading 3D information because that's not available, you know, to, I'm, I'm going into a, a, an area where time is not um, existing. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was so cool because I never really thought about it like that. Like, oh shit, I'm stepping out of time in order to be able to do this. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, and when, and when that's happening, you're not looking at the clock. You're no. not noticing time mm-hmm. passing. So, yeah. I think sometimes, too, when I get into really good meditation, um, I'll feel like maybe a few minutes have passed and then I'll kind of come out of it and it'll have been like 30 minutes. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) because you're just in it. Um, And okay, that's kind of all I had on time. And then it kind of started talking about the absolute. Okay. Um, I don't I think I. I was more interested in the next one, the subatomic particles. But what do you want to share about that? Absolutely. Let me see if there's anything else. Well, I think we covered all of this, that the absolute is the basically it's it's the infinite nothingness. Um, And so as we raise our frequency, particularly of our brain waves, we become closer to the absolute and being able to tap into that. The infinite nothingness is also just like infinite all-knowing source of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole experience that they're talking about, which we will describe more about like what actually entails because it does give us information this whole time. We're just like the gateway experience. Um, but it is, it's designed to reach the, the, those high patterns and step out of the confines of time and space to reach other dimensions. And... Um, 
what I thought was interesting is that it does mention like the out of body experience and it mentions protecting yourself as you step out of your body because there are lower frequencies that mm. exist. And um, it, that was just so interesting to me because we know it to be true. What, you know, before a reading or before a spell, I always do a quick prayer like, you know, hey, Archangel Michael, be my gatekeeper, don't allow energies, whatever. But the CIA is like, <laughs> and if you, you want to meditate a certain way in order to energetically protect your body so that lower frequencies cannot attach to you and da 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 da. And I was like, it's just so mind blowing that like our yeah. government spends money <laughs> spends probably our tax dollars uh which for this i'm like cool um <laughs> let's up the budget now <laughs> yeah um to study this stuff to study out-of-body experiences to study like the fact that we can travel and remote view and all this stuff um is the subatomic particles like the model of the universe as an egg is that what oh it was just a, a note about um, how subatomic particles, which are like electrons and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. that makes sense, an atom, subatom. So in the, mm-hmm. below the, okay, I'm using my Latin here. Is it yeah. Latin? Okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> comment below. Um, <laughs> what is a subatomic particle? Where are my physicists Because sub is below. Yeah. So below the atom. So then uh, protons, neutrons, electrons. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have an interesting phenomenon where uh, if they have collided at one point in time, Mm -hmm. um, they will react to one another's actions, apparently, even if they are on the other side of the universe. Right. And that made me think a lot about mediumship and how if we've collided with people in our lives and we shared moments and memories and and love... um, even if they're on the other side of the universe in another dimension, even if their physical body is not here, we are still, um, our particles are still uh, reacting to each Mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of beautiful. And there were other things coming up where I put in parentheses like mediumship, mediumship, mediumship. Um, You know, I know this is a a science-y paper in many ways, but it just... It's describing all of these things, though. Yeah, it was just actually very comforting to be like, oh, yeah, no, like if your particles have um, connected in some way, like you're sort of forever connected. Yeah. So I loved that. That was my note about subatomic particles. I also heard, which I found so interesting, that people who have never been in contact with each other and this might have to do with that or just the universal consciousness you know Mm -hmm. tapping into the ideas the information but it's really common for people to get in um like patent um oh i love this patent issues and stuff because at the same time like five different people will invent the exact same thing Mm -hmm. but they've never spoken there's no way they're copying each other um, it's like they all tapped into the the source consciousness and pulled this out of there. Like like source was like the absolute God was like, okay, it's time for this now yeah. and dropped it and multiple people picked it up um, and then they get in like lawsuits. But it's, it's like they're genuinely all innocent of copying each other because there's no way. <laughs> there's also that thing of like when you look throughout human history, it's like, how come these two completely separate mm-hmm. uh, groups of people 
invented the wheel at the exact same time yeah, or like exactly. just certain things exactly. at the exact same like what are the odds and i've had it happen with songs where like songs will come through and the melody will be so specific and i won't do anything with it mm-hmm. and then like two and a half years later i will hear that on the radio that's crazy like it jumped to someone else um and so that's like juliet you had your chance we're giving it to somebody else yeah because i was like i don't really like this song and then um it ends up and i remember my sister was like didn't you write this i was like i did but so did they that's so cool <laughs> like there was no way it was stolen i you know played it yeah home exactly my piano. yeah um but i just love that idea that like thoughts and ideas like it's it's a living breathing well maybe not breathing it's a living thing it's an energetic it's the radio um, signals we send out yeah Yeah, and we pick up on okay then there was a whole thing about clicking in clicking out oh yeah that had to do with the height of your wavelength that's what i was talking about where it was like you want to click out uh, I didn't really understand this that much. I think I skipped over it. Yeah, I sort of skipped it, but there's a, a chart. You can look at it. Um, if you understand that part, comment below. Um, we could get into, let's see, what did I have next? Oh, in number 22, I put the first sentence was a big wow. I put, although human consciousness can, with enough practice, move beyond the dimension of time space and interface with other energy systems and other dimensions, the entire process is appreciably enhanced if that consciousness can be detached in large measure from the physical body before such interface is attempted. It's like, okay, CIA, mm-hmm. let's just remove ourselves from our body then. Yep. Um, once an individual becomes proficient in the technique of out of body movement and then reaches the point where he is able to break out of the time space while out of his body mm-hmm. or her body, thank you, or their body. Yeah, it was very non-inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> he gains the advantage of clicking out. Oh, that's what you just said. Part of his enhanced consciousness while starting from a base went on and on. Okay, I yeah, just love so that it was going on about out like of body. It's like clicking out of this dimension. I think is what the point was like raising your vibrational frequency to a point where you're no longer a part of the 3d world and you're not attached to your physical body you've clicked out of time of space <laughs> of physicality it's like when you, you click out of an ad yes think and of then it like that later you click back in and you're like here i am in the 3d world um and then do we get into like the egg the egg that's what i have next <laughs> okay so i think we'll be able to crop it like crop the thing in and maybe put it here so you can kind of see what we're talking about okay um so no i think i wrote this down kind of exact what it said but maybe this is my interpretation model of the universe as an egg and energy flow patterns so there's this egg and maybe it's standing here and you'll see there's arrows going in and out and it's like past present and future and the white hole and the black hole and I don't know how to explain all of it but what I took away from it that was really important is to understand that our universe exists in this egg and the energy flows through the egg and past present and future all exist within the egg Mm -hmm. so we have access to any of that because it exists in our egg (laughs) yeah um and let's see yeah Oh, and the energies of the things that happen in the past, present, and future, 
they leave their mark and tell their story throughout time. So that's why, for instance, psychics, mediums can read that energy, even if it's from the past, present, or future, mm-hmm. is because it leaves its mark, which is kind of like the what we were just talking about of like a particle interacting with another and going like this. Also, it leaves like a little like a little breadcrumb of its existence. The memory um, has an energy. And as we cycle through this, you know, we see it as linear time, but it's kind of really the cycle past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Um, we can read that energy at any point because it leaves the breadcrumb behind, breadcrumb behind. And all that exists is the right now and simultaneously the p- past and the future exist with us in the now. It's all, it's all just now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the only moment. I mean, when you think about your past in that moment, it was now. Mm -hmm. When you think about your future in that moment, it will be now. That's why it's so powerful to, you know, part of the the manifestation process is to look to the past and like, what are your beliefs you formed from the past and rewrite that story Mm -hmm. so that you can form like a new feeling and a new memory so that you're kind of released of the control that maybe a a past negative memory had over you. You like rewrite it to be more empowering. And then that's also why in manifestation, you attach feeling to those things that are in your future because there's the universe picks up on those energies and Mm. it reads them to be true. You're leaving the breadcrumbs of your existence. <laughs> You're like leaving the breadcrumbs of your future mm-hmm. by manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved thinking of the cosmic egg because I was like, okay, well then what's outside of that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I remember being in eighth grade and I had a teacher that said, okay, so like, where are we? Okay, we're in Los Angeles. Okay, where? California, where? United States, where? Um, North America, where? Planet Earth, where? So, you know, our solar system, where? Milky Way, where in the galaxy? And then then um, they said, what else? I was like, well, then it's just outer space. And then, then he said, okay, now draw a box around that. What's outside of it? And it, I well, never- I have goosebumps. You can't I, unlearn that. <laughs> I think about this all the time of yeah. like, how can something be because you know the universe is infinite and i'm like but it has to end somewhere but then if it ends there's something on the other side of that wall and i get so in my head and so freaked out i'm like mm-hmm. ah. I know sometimes i have to just call it a night <laughs> i'm just like ah. i'm like i can't think about this anymore but it does help to have the egg because then you're like okay i'm gonna exist in this this egg and i'm not gonna worry about the other stuff <laughs> mind my own eggness mind my own egg um, let's see. What did I put after? I, yeah. Uh, it said past, present, and future all exist in the universal hologram simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And don't let that fool you into thinking that your future is predestined, predetermined, no. and you have no... If, if anything, you have complete control over it. Yeah. Um, reality is confined to time and space, so it has a beginning and an end. Excuse me. But energy and consciousness is eternal. Uh, and then I put that school oh, I wrote that down. mediumship. I, um, yeah, because, and what I thought was really cool is that it noted that, you know, when our reality ends, our consciousness returns to the absolute, but we don't just become nothing. We retain our memories. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we maintain our consciousness as separate from the infinite. We be, be, we are 
still a separate entity. You are still ourself and we can perceive, but without a physical body, we don't have like will or choice. We just simply exist. But like, you know, when we talk to our loved ones who have crossed over, they can perceive what we are saying to them. Mm-hmm. And in turn, we can perceive what they think about that. The perceiving goes back and forth. Um, but they don't have like will or choice so like my mom can't like let's say i'm like hey mom help me win the lottery she cannot go change the lottery numbers (laughs) or something like that's how i understood it like they can't um they can offer us like guidance but they can't change things for us um but i it's you know it's just explaining what happens after we die which is that we return to the absolute as like an infinite just energy source and we cycle through Mm -hmm. until our consciousness consciousness decides that i would like a brain again yeah (laughs) and dives back into reality and then you have a beginning and then you have another end um it's so cool um what's funny is there's like four or five more pages and i have like two sentences of notes left <laughs> that's okay i have a lot okay um well, not a lot but i i have the gateway method that i thought we'd talk about a little bit okay is that with the tones and sounds and mm-hmm. then okay so and then it's uses okay so the gateway process and so this is actually something so i looked it up and you can search gateway method and you can like purchase these this like guided thing to do this it's not something you can just read this and do on your own unfortunately it doesn't go into that much detail Mm -hmm. it originates from the monroe institute um and they actually have lots of classes and stuff for purchase about meditation and like going deeper so i'm kind of interested to try maybe we can go in on purchasing something that looks interesting from them but for the actual gateway method it's like this retreat that's like thirteen hundred dollars so it is expensive um i'm gonna do it someday i think they had retreats in like italy and stuff and i'm like hell yeah i'm gonna go do that sounds fun um but unfortunately the gateway method is not like go spend twenty dollars to download your gateway method (laughs) uh but i think all the information about the biofeedback you could learn about doing biofeedback about Mm -hmm. transcendental meditation about hypnosis we know all the bits and pieces we need to experience these things and the gateway method is just particularly powerful in getting you very quickly to that space and it made no it was like even the most like practical um what's the word i'm looking for like don't really believe in this stuff skeptical yeah even the most practical skeptical people have done this and like their first try connected to like infinite source and seen things and so this is just like a very intense method and of course you can experience all of these things through your own you know meditations and all of that um but what's the method you have it noted down um i wrote down that they start by playing a particular tone Mm -hmm. it's almost like a like a let's clean the slate kind of thing that's like attuning you to the universe or or to earth i think that one is so a a tone sets the tone and then they introduce different sounds that's Mm -hmm. when they introduce the different frequencies i think 
And then I wrote down, then some other steps. Then you hold your energy bar. And then I made a joke like, is it a quest bar, JK? And then I was <laughs> like, don't say bar. that on the podcast. <laughs> don't say that. And then you said it. <laughs> and then they begin remote viewing. Mm-hmm. And then they become a living body map. And they envision healing their own body. And then they travel to the past and then the future. Would you like to go a little deeper on everything I just said. I okay yeah I had the method was like they start you off with some specific visualization that we don't know what it is the humming a gateway affirmation that we don't know what it is but you must listen to it mm-hmm. hemisync sound frequencies um and this is what I found really interesting it brought up the protection again a protective visualization with a balloon so Ooh. it described it a little bit that you're envisioning like your energy like almost like the kundalini like traveling up you and then out and circling out and then back up like through your feet and up and out and this creates a protective balloon mm-hmm. um I'm putting my motion around if you're not She's watching making a, a balloon around balloon. my whole body um which I envision like bubbles around myself a lot when mm-hmm. I'm going out in public. <laughs> We're not used to people anymore. I notice I get like so much more exhausted around lots of humans nowadays. Um, but it was like, you got to do the protective visualization of the balloon because there's lower frequencies and whatever. So it's really, I just thought that was so interesting. Um, and that was, and then you're ready for the different uses. So one of the uses is problem solving. So Oh, it was like, can you, like they would give um, like a math problem or some like really hard thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like within Don't a few days, it would come to them yes. from out from the absolute. So a practical, you know, use would be like a problem in your life <laughs> or a problem, I don't know, a world problem that we need to solve, whatever, using this gateway experience to tap into infinite knowing problem solving Mm -hmm. the next thing they described as patterning but it actually was describing manifesting and this was the one where it was like warning if you do this too intensely you might destroy your reality um (laughs) and it's basically creating a new hologram pattern which is why it's called patterning okay but it's it's getting into the you know going through this getting in the state and then attaching feeling with knowing and seeing it and creating the new hologram pattern and then it noted that you have to um come out of that and know that it takes the universe time to adjust to this new hologram pattern but um you get there a lot quicker if you do this okay so if you if you go into this state and you create the hologram pattern meaning you you know you're working on manifesting something specific, it will come to you a lot faster, but then it cautioned of like pushing this to be too quick and then you destroy your reality, which I thought was kind of hilarious. I was like, who's manifesting that fast? I guess it's happened to somebody. (laughs) Dave, Dave, leave the study. (laughs) The the roof starts crumbling above him and there's like an earthquake, but only at Dave's desk. And you're like, dang it, Dave. (laughs) You manifested too fast again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) um and then there was color breathing which is a healing technique we know that like our chakras are associated with colors and those frequencies of colors have healing in different parts of our body Mm -hmm. the energy bar tool is a healing technique in which you um the quest bar it described (laughs) like the staffs of like religious leaders Uh and mystics throughout the ages and that basically it's a way to direct energy and this would be a visualization of an energy 
like wand and pointing it at like your shoulder, your rotator cuffs torn or whatever it is. Um, Remote viewing, spying is what they mean, um, slash seeking answers. The living body map is healing what you talked about. Mm -hmm. And then, so those are all what they called under focus 12, which is um, the first, or well, I don't know the first, but like a certain depth of, of being in it okay makes sense and then focus 15 is like another step so you have you have to it's not everyone the first time can go go to focus 15 and that's to travel to past Mm -hmm. and then focus 21 is even deeper and even more difficult to attain and that's to travel to the future oh my gosh if we were a girl band in 2002 focus 15 love or focus 20 although we it depend on our age Oh, yeah. Focus 15 or Focus 21? We're Focus 29. Focus 29. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're only 21. (laughs) No. Um, You couldn't pay me. I don't care about people knowing. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for my 20s to be over. They were really I know. I feel like. They're so hard. (laughs) I feel like in my, what the type of 30s I want is like a Paris Hilton 30s. Mm. Like just eternally like youthful and barbie and luxury i love and it that's where what hot i'm going pink. For like i want to wear dresses that i was afraid to wear in my 20s hell yeah i know i've been shopping a little bit and i was like i used to be like self-conscious about wearing stuff like this and now i'm just like now i'm a little bit like do i look like i'm trying to be a teenager but i'm like fuck it i don't care <laughs> That's fun. It's like you, we you, you cross the bridge of like not you cared so much when you were oh, younger. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm like, why? Who gives a fuck? And I think there's a part of me that's very like I was, uh, in many ways, like a little bit. I always went after my dreams and stuff, but yeah, I was kind of conservative in a lot of other ways. Yeah, in my first half of my twenties, and so I have this awareness that when I'm like in my sixties and seventies, I'll be like, "Why didn't you wear it in your thirties when you wanted to? Yeah. You know, you had a great body." And I know, so I'm like, "I'm only gonna be this hot for so long." <laughs> no, I'm gonna be this hot Focus forever. Focus no twenty one. Oh my god, that's Focus our clothing 21. line. Focus twenty one. Focus, Focus twenty nine. But it's Focus even hotter 29. than the stuff at Focus. Forever Forever. 21. Go into Forever 21 and ask for clothing from the brand Focused, not the, yeah, the brand Focus 29. Focus 29. Oh my gosh, our first merch is going to say Focus 29. And then in there'll be like little inside jokes like obviously and oh my goddess and Alien Bachelor and. Yes. Somebody still needs to draw us the Alien Bachelor, by the way. Re listen to that episode. Please. And please, someone draw us the Alien (laughs) Bachelor. Somebody drew us. The snake oh, yeah, in a the, body bag. The snake in a body bag. Wait, we'll insert it here. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, my God. It made me laugh so hard because she she said it to me. Um, what is that? A body bag? And I and it, I didn't get it at first that she was quoting me to me. And I, but I still thought it was funny because I'm weird. And then she sent me the drawing and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that whole conversation. It brought me so much freaking joy. So thank you. Oh, my God. Please send us drawings. We love cards, gifts. We love it. Do I sound weird being like, send us gifts? (laughs) (laughs) 
I love gifts. We do. <laughs> the beautiful, we did our photo shoot and we were styling the beautiful gifts from Raven's yeah, we Eye were. Crystals. Crystal crowns. From the other. Flow it out creations. Flow it out creations. Yeah. So you send us stuff. We will plug you and we will take pictures with your beautiful merchandise. Yes. And you can use those pictures and post them on your yeah, own page. Yeah, feel free to take those. So it's a, it's a gift for all. For everybody. Okay, let's talk um, about traveling into the past. <laughs> so so that was kind of everything. I just, it, it finished up with what I already mentioned was like the this description of our universe, the absolute and the hologram is in alignment with the world's religions, which was just so cool. And I've always said that. I'm like, hey, religions, why are we all fighting with each other? You guys know, right, that you're all saying the exact same thing pretty much. Um, I, I always loved studying the world's religions. I, mm-hmm. I took a class in college of it, even though it had no good use in my like credits and stuff. I just wanted to take it. I love it. It's so interesting because it's all the same stories, just with different names and slightly different interpretations, but at the very base of it. And why is because just different people were downloading this information. It, it quotes um, Buddhist monks that um, mention things about this. Um, it quotes uh, someone specific from India that has this. Maybe we can put the quotes up here if we find them. Um, but it's all saying the same thing and it's all just saying like, the universe is this infinite source consciousness. We're here to live out something that's temporary and um, has a beginning and an end. But in the end, we are infinite beings. So there's nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep getting chills. Yeah. And just the goal, your life purpose is to just like raise your frequency to higher and higher vibrations and in order to do that you just need to be you and align with your you know most authentic self that's how you raise your vibration Mm -hmm. and um that's you know that that's kind of the answer to everything when you're in alignment the abundance flows in you feel happy you 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 attract you know friendships and relationships and Mm -hmm. everything starts falling into place and life gets easier and of course there's still parts of life that get you down you go through cycles we talk about that all the time it's not all a lot of dark nights rainbows and butterflies your girl gets dark night of the souls more often than she'd like but you know what (laughs) it's okay every time i come out bigger and better um but yeah this i mean i was blown away and there's newly released CIA stuff from about aliens, so we need to do that next. Oh. <laughs> and so I wanted to lead into this, is that if any of you listeners have stories or even photos about seeing a UFO or any experience around extraterrestrials, aliens, UFOs, please submit it to us this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we'll wait... maybe next week we won't do it and we'll do it the following so we have more time to collect any stories that might come through and we can post it yeah um but i think we want to read your hometown alien stories yeah any hometown dm us at goddess hangs or email us goddess hangs at gmail and let us know like we'll totally give you a shout out if you want us to say who the story is from but if you're like i don't want people to think i'm weird and whatever and you want to be anonymous that's cool too just Mm -hmm. let us know either way so we know otherwise we'll just kind of err on the side of anonymous um 
because we don't think you're weird. We think you're wonderful and amazing for seeing aliens, but we understand the world is catching up with us enlightened beings here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, let us know if you have any cool stories because I can't wait to read that. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I uh, have been putting on little alien shows because Victor is like, I'm not going to watch this. And then I'll, I'll just sort of like, put it on and then yeah. just see, and then I'll see him get really into it. It's <laughs> like, wow, I had no idea. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember um, when I lived back home for a year in um, 2015 after my mom passed away just to kind of be with the fam and my brother likes to smoke weed and um i came home one day and he was sitting so close to the tv <laughs> and he was watching ancient aliens and he was like <laughs> and if you're not watching the video i'm making a like really concentrated and also surprised whoa. face like whoa <laughs> and he looked at me and he was like can you believe this <laughs> like he was and i didn't know that he was high and then i was like oh you smoke weed don't you it was so cute he was just so enthralled by it all and he was like this is it's all real and it's all this and that so credit shout out for getting me yes. into the alien send stuff. send us your alien stories yeah we're compiling for another week or two any submissions for 1-800 psychic babes hotline mm-hmm. the link is in the description of this video and in our instagram bio at goddess hangs mm-hmm. you can send us your question that you'd like some psychic guidance on on air um and it's totally anonymous if you want it to be yep and it's up to you. um you'll have a chance to have your question answered by the goddess base also if there's any topics that you guys want covered let us know we Mm -hmm. love learning about all this different stuff and i mean it seems like you guys are into everything we posted so far but maybe there's something like we haven't come across yet in our experience and you were like these girls would love this yeah send it our way send us articles we could talk about general subject matter whatever like send us stuff we love reading and learning more and um we'll you know we'll do episodes i i really enjoyed having something to study and take notes Mm -hmm. about so i think we should do more of this i love it let us know if you guys liked it and it wasn't four hours it was like an hour and a half i was like is this like two hours an hour and a half that's not bad not bad (laughs) i knew it was gonna be a long one so i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day now that you know that we live in a hologram and also in an egg recovering from that (laughs) took me a while i'm still tripping out <laughs> um, let us know what you guys think. Comment. Make sure you subscribe. Share with a friend. Leave us a review. That helps us a lot. <gasps> Please wow. and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, I think we're we're getting close to 100 YouTube subscribers. Yay! And when we do, we will probably do another giveaway. So hint, hint. <gasps> share with a friend who yeah. loves YouTube. Have your whole family subscribe. Kind of stuff. Yes, everybody. <laughs> um, my family is like a hundred people. That would be so much. Why haven't I told them all to subscribe yet? I know. Why am I not emailing my family? Like, I, I need don't to care be if a you better high girl for myself. <laughs> um, my family is huge. I need to start networking. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I'm like now I'm thinking about that. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Follow us on. Uh, I was going to say on Goddess Hangs. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Goddess Hangs. I am at I am Sadie Olson. I'm at Juliet.Piper. We have lots of links there if you want to do readings with us, if you want to submit to 1-800-PSYCHIC-BABES, all that fun stuff. Sadie does really cool spells. Oh, yeah. I have a group spell. Well, no, I'm in the post. But I'll have another group spell soon. They're for the new moon and full moon. So anytime. There's lots of ways, lots of ways to hang out with us. Yes. 
All right. Thank you, guys. Let us know what you thought. Bye. Bye.